This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. everybody it's one more episode of the straight from the net podcast i'm danielle i'm jamie and where are we at now because you know what the whole 2020 is just a shit show um we're <laughs> at the point fire. where i'm gonna need somebody to take 2020 out of the nintendo and blow in the cartridge and put it back <laughs> i saw that meme on facebook uh, yeah it was kind of cute it's actually yeah it's fine out. So, like did somebody just what did Somebody else said, did somebody turn it off, turn off 2020, and then try to turn it back on again? Right. <laughs> run, right? So, um, I couldn't tell you where we're at either. Um, so. Well, we're still in corona mode. We, we were on phase two starting the Monday. 15th. I think it was Monday. Well, I think Monday? I thought it was the 15th. It is Monday, but I thought they said something about, I don't know. But anyway. Phase I, two. I, all I can think of is, when is the nail place going? Because I got some in Nail emails. place is open now. Well, I keep calling mine. They haven't opened yet. Well, you're going to have to go to somewhere else. They're just not opening because they don't want to. You L- think? Lux is open. The one place I went with you that one time, they fucked up my nails, though. They did not. They did fuck up my nails. They were thick and funky, and I didn't like them yeah, at all. Yeah, you had that guy that was just there filling in, though. Yeah, I know. That's you, probably why. You got, why. like, the worst guy. <laughs> every time. I'm like, every time I go to a different nail place, they I'm end like, up being like, who the hell is this guy doing your nails? I've you never know, seen him before. There's a place right up the street that just opened not long ago. And the guy does a great job on toes, but then he did my nails, and they were, like, real thick, and, like, the paint kind of was, like, falling off, and I'm like, how is this possible? And I'm like, it really sucks. It's literally right around the corner. Like, I leave my development. It's the next light. Like, it's that close. But I was like, you know what? Nope. I have to go to my normal place, which is a little further away. I'm just going to have to. Well, that's fine. Go to your normal place, but right now you need your your ingrown toenails taken care of, so you might as well just go somewhere now that's open. (sighs) No, well, you know what? I woke up the other day and my eyebrows too had bedhead. Like yours did that day. And I was like, things are starting to get a little rough around here at like Casa de Grenier. Yeah, it's <laughs> awful. It's awful. Like I, the other day I was like, I just give up on you, face. I give up on you. <laughs> you know, like, like my eyebrows had bedhead this morning. Like my face is breaking out. And like, you know, my toenails have like ingrown. I'm like, please help. Someone help me. Like an adult, like somebody who knows how to handle these things. Like things have to happen. So yeah, so we're almost we're almost done. We're almost through it. God, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yesterday we were at a cookout and somebody had a microphone and I was like, "Give me that microphone." And I pulled up karaoke on my phone <laughs> and there was some definite Jamie getting down. Danny's got a video posted. Sharon took a bunch it. of videos. I don't know if she's gonna post them though, but her videos were excellent. And I was, like, feeling it. We were all sitting around in a circle, passing it like it was a fucking spirit stick. Oh, really? This microphone, and just singing anything that we could think of. And it was wonderful. And I was like, I miss karaoke! (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are going to see Nate Smythe perform on Tuesday. I am so excited about that! Yeah, and you know, it's unfortunate because by the time, now that we know we're going, it was too late for us to mention it last week. You know what I mean? So we'll talk about it next Sunday. Yeah, so we'll have to talk about it, but yes. So you'll hear it in two weeks. Yeah, I know, exactly. Um, So we're going to go see Nate, and we're also going to plan our um, one-year anniversary. Yes, our podcast anniversary is coming up. It's very exciting. What episode is this? This is... I don't even know right now. I'm like, what episode are we on at this point? I think we're on episode 48. 
I don't know. I'm like, I got to look at it. But one way or the other, I'm like, I have to, you know, put, sort of put things together so we can, you know, figure it out. Here, let me look. That's terrible. I don't even know what episode. Yeah, we're, this is going to, we're at recording 49 right now. We're recording 49. Yeah, which means we have three more to do. So we need to have our like little barbecue podcast anniversary thing in two weeks. Okay, so and we're going to we'll have to talk to some people. Yeah, so we'll have to talk about that off air. But, um, you know, we don't want to talk too, too much about like other things that are going on. Yeah, in we're the world. not going to. Um, and and not, that, not that we don't support things that are going on. Not that we don't have a heart or anything like that. It's just people need um, something else right now. Like, yeah, I mean, actually, people have been like, please don't. Like, we want you to make us laugh. You know what I mean? Can I mean, everybody else is talking about it. And it's coming from all our friends of all colors and backgrounds. And, like, so many people are talking about things that are going on. Um, we know that you love us. We know that you care. But we really want you to just be something different right now because it's, it's everywhere. And it's, it's just, it's been an overwhelming experience. Yep. Um, but I mean, just, just to let you know, we hear you, we fight for you. We're there, you know, I mean, in spirit, we're, we're trying to do what everybody wants us to do right now, which is to kind of like stay the course and, and definitely give you something a little different, but right. We are following our fans. Yeah. Our fans and our friends. And again, they are from not fans only though, because Paco won't let me have one. Yeah. Not on only fans count. No, definitely not. Um, Paco won't let me have one. I just, I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, so if that's what we're going to do, I don't want people to take our quietness for any kind of derision or anything like that or that we don't support because that's not the case um yeah i I wouldn't even give them that much you guys are lucky she gave you that much because i would have been like let's jump into something funny and keep it moving no no no. we are going to keep it moving um but i just in case anybody was to ask you know why we've chosen not to dive into those things i just wanted them to know that it's because people were asking us to stay the course give them something to laugh about because everybody else is doing the job already so that's why we're doing that but um we love you we're here for you and uh you know, that kind of thing. But in the meantime, we are going to jump into doing some things funny. We're going to give you what you guys have asked for. Um, right now, it's a, <laughs> it's a little nutty out there, so there's not too many funny things. Right. But we are still able to dig up some shit for you, and we're going to try our best to do this for you. And Jamie has got... Everything I tell you today is from World News Report. Daily Report. World News Daily Report, where the facts don't matter. <laughs> because that shit is funny. It is funny. And I need... To laugh, and I need to make y'all laugh. So here we go. Yes, <laughs> and still technically a current event. <laughs> oh, why? Can I, just, can I just say real quick? People pass these things around all the time, and I don't say anything to them because it clearly says on the thing we're facts, we're facts don't, matter. don't matter, and they pass it around and they be like, "That guy's an asshole," or this or that, or I can't believe that happened. I'm like, and this is exactly where fake news comes from. <laughs> right. <saying. laughs> Right, and, and people are stupid, fucking and I, I enjoy their dumbness. Yeah, fucking read. So, a Hawaiian tribe chieftain believes he has found a way to control the coronavirus outbreak. <clears throat> oh my god. <laughs> Chief Gary Ahula of the Kawahin Aihuna, <laughs> that's the name of the tribe. <laughs> I like how you like were like doing using phonics to get it out. That was great. Or Earth-eating woman tribe. That's what it. That's what it um, translates to. Translate to according to this, it probably does not. Okay. Earth eating woman tribe <laughs> believes only the human sacrifice of virgins could subdue the anger <coughs> of the gods. Although human sacrifice has not been practiced since the introduction of Christianity to the island in the mid 19th century, Chief Aluha 
An ultra-Orthodox religious figure in Hawaii believes the ancient traditions can fix modern problems. Our ancestors <laughs> didn't need vaccines or drugs to heal their bodies to appease the angry gods. We performed the sacrifice of virgins and kept healthy until the white man came and changed our ways. Chief Hahula explained in a public television interview. A public television? I mean, he, they're like far away from people, but he yeah. just gave a television interview? So this guy... <laughs> believes that the age-old Hawaiian tradition of sacrificing underage virgin girls to Pele, the volcano god, could help stop the coronavirus outbreak. Our, an our ancient traditions say that the sacrifice of a virgin can cure symptoms of depression, <laughs> sexually transmitted diseases, oh my. Being w bring wealth, bring fertility, and in some cases, bring back the dead. Oh, she he added, okay. He added during the television video, Gary Ahula... Also says the ritual. <laughs> you're like I can the ritual that. sacrifice could be achieved in total legality within the United States because the Hawaiian religious practices are protected by American Indian Religious Freedom Act. Our ancient ways are protected by the American Indian Religious Freedom Act, but we could prefer we would prefer that the virgins be chosen from the from the yellow people because the, the yellow. <laughs> that's what it says. <laughs> oh my god! People. Because they brought the disease to the world. What the shit? He had to, he had added during the forty five minutes. Throw this motherfucker in the volcano. I have to keep him in there. I have to keep remembering this is fake. Right. <laughs> Although the origins of the coronavirus outbreak are not clear, he believes that the yellow people offended the gods by having sexual intercourse with chickens. A theory oh that God. is not currently supported by scientific evidence. The last human sacrifice of a virgin on the island of Hawaii was reported by Christian Ministries in 1820 to cure hawaiian chieftain of small blisters on his lips an infection oh. historians ascribe to have been herpes <clears throat> oh sh my god <laughs> ew commonly known as cold sores yeah <laughs> but they're like he had blisters all over his lips oh my god yeah ew oh god so he's trying to find a virgin so from the he, yellow people. He wants to sacrifice an Asian virgin <laughs> into the big woo. Oh, God. Now people are going to be writing in, why not be Asian? <laughs> because that's what the article said, people, not me. Write them, not me. Damn it. Oh, my gosh. Damn it all. Um, I was so good. I was so excited. And I was like, oh, man, fuck. I know. Damn. Why'd you have to put that Damn in there? Damn it. Son of a bitch. Um, well, I was telling Jamie right before we started today, I'm like, I found this, um, page on Facebook and his name, I guess, I don't even know enough about it just yet. So like, don't be writing in on me, but it's his page is Hashem Al-Galili or Gali. I don't know. It's hard to pronounce. It's A-L. I can't read for shit. I know. A-L hyphen G-H-A-I-L-I. And so many of my friends are like friends or are like follow this page and I've never found it before. And it was really neat. And he posts every week. Um, the different breakthroughs um, in science. And some of them that were most notable was very, very interesting. It was scientists create fully functioning or functional mini livers out of human cells, then successfully transplant them into five rats, which is amazing because I've had two people that I've known die from liver failure, and it is not a pretty thing. <clears throat> no. It is not pretty. It's one of the most painful one of the worst deaths and I know that there's all kinds out there and I'm not trying to debate that but it was very very hard for me to watch them die um and then scientists create artificial red blood cells that have all the cells natural abilities plus new ones that's how you get zombies <laughs> I'm a firm believer like you want to replicate the human blood cell do so but don't add shit because that's how you get zombies 
Well, I wonder if it's because they're artificial, if that's why they have automatically have it. I don't know. I didn't actually get to read the articles yet, but I thought that was interesting. And then because I'm like the sci-fi person and I'm all about like, you know, afterlife and all this other kind of stuff. It's And then, you know, how did we get here and the Big Bang and all that kind of stuff. It was really neat that they said new research suggests that DNA and RNA coexisted before the emergence of life on Earth. So I'm like, I got to read that and find out what that's all about. But then as you scroll through the grand finale of what I was actually trying to get to here, <laughs> on this page anyway, was they posted this article about semi-identical twins. Now, we know we have heard of... Um, two sperm, one egg. Yeah. <laughs> you just couldn't help yourself. Okay. Two sperms, one egg. Yeah, so we've heard of twins where it's like two eggs, two sperms. So like, you know, mom like got busy with two different dudes, but she also ovulated two eggs. This is literally one egg, two sperms. Your mom's a hoe. And your mom is a hoe. <laughs> but the thing I thought was so amazing was that there is 5.8 thousand comments, right? 5.8 thousand comments. And I'm reading through them, waiting for someone to say, your mom's a hoe. Your mom's a freak. Your You're mom's freaky deaky and a sheety weetsy, but right. nobody said shit. Everybody's like, well, I'm a twin and I'm an identical twin and I'm this and I'm that. I mean, it was, and clearly I didn't go through 5.8 thousand, but I'm like, at some point, your mom's a hoe would have been in there somewhere several thousand times. So I'm thinking we might have actually, Yeah, but it is a science page. It is a science. I know, but still, still, like, I mean, it's at some point, like nobody brought up nobody like in all the comments that i was reading and i kept going and going and going so i'm like some motherfucker's gonna just not look you don't let me down people come on you know you're gonna say something and they and let I love, you down well and i was waiting for people to say so let me get this straight one egg two sperms do you realize like she would have had to have like been getting banged by like two dudes like right then at the same time like one after another you know what i mean like freaky deaky shit because there's only three known in existence only three. Mm. That's how rare this is. So there's only three known cases. And the first one just came up in the United States in 2007. So we, I being the superpower that we are, have to always got to be first at something. And I just wish it didn't have to be this. So I feel like we should, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't call them hosts. We should call them free spirits. Free spirits. Well, it is free spirits. they're having themselves a good time. Yeah, because really at the day, who gives a flying rat's ass? But it's like, who's going to pay the child support? Both of them. Both of them? Like, I mean, it just it brings in, like, a whole bunch of shit that, you know, we've never had to deal with I before. I mean, it's going to be some difficult shit. To, to the, like, they're going to have to split that shit. Well, they had a really interesting one with twins that were born in England, like the UK somewhere. And one was born white and the other one was African-American. Right. And it was interesting and it blew the lid off some yeah, shit because the, people were like, holy fuck shit, you yeah, know? Yeah, they were so and pretty too. They're so girls cute. so pretty. Well, the one is, is she looks like she's like an Irish, like an Irish princess. You know, whatever. Uh -huh. she's all pale with the red hair. And then you have the other one. And I think she even had, and like the African-American one, I think has almost like blue eyes or something. Yeah. They're stunning. Like they are the most, it's, they're so original looking and together. It's just, yeah, I they're like, they're like so 15 neat. now or something. Are they really? Yeah, like, they're, I, just, they're well, I just saw an article on them of what they look like now and they're beautiful. But I mean, just imagine though, walking around like that, it's still a situation where your mom's a hoe. Because she would have had to have, like, banged no, two different dudes no, close together. No. Yeah, they because they were together. They weren't two different fathers. Yes, they were two different fathers. She had, they were two different eggs. It was two eggs, two different sperm for them. Um, and then they were born at the same time. So they're not biological. They're twins, but they're fraternal twins. They call them fraternal because they don't look alike, and they're not from the same egg. 
They're, it's two but different eggs. But they're not the same father? No, they're two different dads. I'm going to have to that because I could have swore that they were just regular, they were just regular twins. No. Mm-mm, they are, you are not. Sure? I'm pretty positive. I don't know. I could, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I could have sworn I read it because I was like, wow, that's so, because it just was an interesting yeah, thing. Yeah, like, I, I think that Could you imagine? Are, I thought they were of the same, but I don't know. But how did that, how did that even happen? I, I don't know. Like, that's, I, I don't I mean, because they are, like, polar fucking opposites. Do I look like a fucking biologist? No, I mean, I'm just thinking, I'm, like, talking like, about. Like, I don't know. I know how it happened. <laughs> well, but the, I don't know how that happened. Well, the other thing about this one that was really neat, out of being, like, semi-identical twins, is that people are all in a big old fat uproar with it because they have three sets of chromosomes instead of two. Is that healthy? Well, I mean, they're, they're normal. That's how you get zombies. <laughs> you really this zombie kick That's it. Like they're normal now. Just, I mean, it just has to Until happen. Until the full moon went on their 17th birthday and they fucking turn into werewolves. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, and nobody talked about that either. No, I mean, well, people were actually, they got hung up on the three chromosomes because they were saying something about Down syndrome is Wait, like 26 or 27 if plus you, one. If you get an so, extra chromosome, you have Down syndrome. Right. So it's like, how do they have three sets? But the thing is, they don't have an extra one. They have an these, a whole extra set. Yeah, so maybe that's... They get two from the father and one from the mother. So people were in an uproar about that. At no, and you know what? I just have to tell you, I'm very, very sad that not one of you said your mom's a hoe. Not one of you. Speaking of hoes, I got some stuff. Okay. So in New Mexico, FBI sting shuts down a brothel operating outside in, the, in a funeral home. 22 <laughs> are arrested. Again, this is from World News Daily Report. It is from World News Daily Report. Yeah, just so we so, all know. So don't be like, oh my God. <laughs> It is for new, yeah. This is this is this is not for real. I wish it was though. I wish it was. Oh, anyway, federal prosecutors have indicted 22 people on sex trafficking charges last week after an FBI sting identified a funeral home running as a brothel operating in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Mm. <laughs> They're a bunch of dead fucks. Ah, uh, but I'm jo- no. <laughs> You know what? You are in your phone and totally missed my comics. My I'm media sorry. Every time. Somebody just made a comment about having a biohazard symbol on a um on a menu that I posted, and I just I'm like, oh, the Listerners menu looks like a biohazard, but it's supposed to because it's it was the quarantine menu. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess I can respond to that saying it's supposed to because it's the quarantine menu. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, Anyways. probably wasn't the greatest choice. I like that though. That was good. Right, Eugene. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's start again. <laughs> and you pay attention to me this time, bitch. Right. So apparently somebody's running a brothel out of a funeral home in Mexico, in New Mexico. After a year-long investigation, federal officials built a case against sex trafficking ring where clients paid to perform sex acts on the dead before being prepared for burial no. and Oh, my God. They actually were dead fucks. <laughs> It was true. Only Attorney, not really true. Well, not really true. It's still, yeah, not really true. It's still this site. Uh-huh. Attorney Camilla Boulevard re- represented the Perry Funeral Home, claims that her client is operating a perfectly legal business that offers beneficial services to the community. The law is very clear. Necrophilia, or sexual Ew. penetration Ew. of a corpse, is perfectly e- legal after... Ew, I can't with this. <laughs> Why'd you pick this shit? Because I didn't know this is how it was going to go. I didn't read the article. You know, start reading that because now we're going to have agents writing in. We're going to have, like, you know what I mean? Come on. Fuck. Don't add us. <laughs> at World News Daily Report. Don't you punch your pills at us. 
<laughs> the law is very clear. <laughs> Necrophilia or sexual penetration of a corpse is perfectly legal activity within the state of New Mexico. Oh, my God. I wonder if that's true. Jay, Google that and see if that's actually <laughs> legit. Jay. He's like, you know what? He just literally He's just be posted. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> he literally just posted, I'd like to go somewhere and go on a vacation for a week, dot, 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 or 10. And he's probably going to be like, yeah, 10. Because 10. now they're trying to make me Google if people are allowed <laughs> to fuck dead people or not. Attorney Camilla Bolivar, representing the Perry Fumer Home, where clients paid to perform sex acts <laughs> on the dead before being prepared for burial or cremation, claims that his client is running a perfectly legal be- business. 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 <laughs> we are not... We are not hurting anyone. We are offering the morning an opportunity to spend quality time with their departed. Why are you charging for it, though? Quality time with departed before their bodies and are laid to rest. Perry Fumer Home Manager Samuel Ortega told reporters. One, perform- one former client of the brothel told reporters under the guise of anonymity. Anonim- I can't say anonymity. Anonymity. No, people didn't want to know who the fuck he was. There right, anonymous. <laughs> they could have said anonymous. That he'd rather <laughs> that he'd rather have sexual intercourse with deceased people because it didn't feel like cheating. Ew! What? This is getting worse and worse. So like, basically, you're shocking yourself. Right, at this I am point. because I'm thinking that they're allowing their loved ones in to do it, but this guy is just paying to fuck dead people. <laughs> my wife, my wife would kill me if I had sex with a prostitute. But she's okay with it since technically it's not really cheating, he admitted candidly. Oh my god. <laughs> An Albuquerque morgue employee was arrested last year after publishing selfies of him in full explicit sexual acts with corpses on his Instagram account, but was later released after prosecutors were forced to admit the man had not committed any crime under the current New Mexico laws. Oh my god. <laughs> this is just getting worse and worse and worse. That's the end. Oh, God. I think it needs and to be And then the following end. article is morgue worker arrested after giving birth to dead man's baby. Oh, what? <laughs> I think that actually happened at some point, didn't it? How I don't know. It's like, World News Daily Report. I can't trust anything to <coughs> say. Oh, my God. Well, let me see. Oh, my God. I don't even... <laughs> I'm just so offended by that. <laughs> it wasn't even real. And, like, and for me to be like that is like, wow. Right, because they're always so well-written. So oh, you're like, God. And then you have to remind yourself, people, these are fake news stories. I know, but holy freaking balls. Okay, so um, here's one Look, where it was... when I die, yeah. we're having my funeral in New Mexico. Okay? <laughs> I don't think so. Everybody line up. Ew! I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Put, send me out with a literal bang. You're just disgusting. <laughs> Danielle's like... There's something seriously she's, wrong with she's you. She's appalled right now. She's like, I'm bitch, like, Jesus. I'm going to tell Paco to cremate your ass. <laughs> In a, in a hurry, please. Because even dead, she's a hot little ass. Oh my, are you still chasing that poor man around for quarantine? Or is like things calming down for you things now? Things are calming down for me now. Because I keep fixtured, it's almost kind of like um the Roadrunner. And, uh, and Wiley Coyote. And Wiley Coyote. And that's you. And he's the Roadrunner running away from you. And you're Wiley Coyote. Let me suck a dick! Let me suck a dick! <laughs> I'm putting like Oreos under a box with a stick. <laughs> Gotcha now. <laughs> we said that about Nate because Nate is performing on Tuesday and he was like, Do you want to sing something? And I was like, No. Nah. And he was like, Sure, you do. He was like, Yeah, we'll figure it out. Sure, you do. And I was like, He's got a microphone under a box with a stick. Ah, that is so funny. He's I like, like Come that. on, Jamie. Come 
on, you know you want to. I was speaking of Nate. He sent me a message the other day, and he said the poor woman in the Wendy's line won't even look him in the eye no more. <laughs> he's pulled up, listened to our podcast way too many times, like She's for her. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and at this point, I don't think she believes him that he ain't doing it on purpose. Because, like, and it's always when I say something. Something awful. It's always yeah. when I say something. <laughs> always. He's, he's like, like, she won't look me in the eye no more, man. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> So we're offending people we don't even know at this point. Like, I feel like our job here is done. All right, so this is kind of like a, um, I want you to hate my husband kind of post or some shit. It's so fucking weird. And it was like, am I the asshole? Am I wrong? And I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. Read this girl's story. Yeah, and usually I'm all about it. Like, yeah, you're usually the asshole. But in this case, I'm like, yeah, your husband needs to have a little poison in his coffee. All right, so this is on percolately.com. Percolately? Percolately. And it says, sometimes when you go looking for advice, you end up getting some really eye-opening feedback. One woman, in the midst of asking if she was wrong for being angry about her current situation, was fully informed on gaslighting and the modeling she was doing for her children. Redditor, the frickin' internet, oh, that's his name, the frickin' internet, posted in the (laughs) Am I the Asshole subreddit, wondering if she was wrong for being angry after her husband didn't defend her to his friends. The woman asked, am I the asshole for being mad that my husband didn't defend me? And she just, she went on to describe what happened. Yesterday, my husband and I were out with the kids and went for a drive. We ended up going to his friend's house because we were on that side of town. But when they stopped by her husband's friend's house, the friend said she couldn't come inside. We live in the South and it gets very hot. So the obvious clothing choice is a t-shirt and shorts. Well, long story short, my husband's friend said I couldn't come into his house because I didn't respect myself because I was wearing short shorts. My husband told me this afterwards. The husband didn't react in the way that the Redditor was hoping. He told me he just laughed it off and continued with his visit. I'm like, what? motherfucker, you better put your goddamn ass back in this car right now and don't be coming home. You know what? Oh, he wouldn't have came home. I'm like, you know what? That's cool. This sounds shady. I bet you homeboy mm-hmm. had his other girlfriend there. And this was just an excuse to get him. And he was like, wait here, babe, I'll be right out. And then spend an hour with his side piece. That's mm. this some shady shit. That's, that's my, um, my take on this. Okay. Yeah. It said, I had to sit outside in the car for about an hour with my kids and no air conditioning. First of all, how fucking poor must you be to not have a car that has fucking air conditioning? First of all, they all fucking have it nowadays. Damn. And he took the keys. Shit, he better not have. I've been banging on that fucking door. Side note. <clears throat> I'm not saying that this makes anything better, but my kids were fine. They had plenty of cold water, things to eat, and toys. They were playing and having fun. Like, why are you defending it by saying, I guess because people must have been like, why were you waiting your kids out in the car and it's heat and blah, blah, blah. I guess they must have. And that's why she had to, like, update it. Because, God forbid, you post anything and people don't try to, like, manipulate your words anymore. Now, the husband doesn't understand why the Redditor is upset. My husband was laughing as he told the story and said it wasn't a big deal and I'm overreacting. Am I the asshole? Like, so, and apparently I didn't realize there's scales. Like, when you do this, like, it's a whole thing. We need to do that. I would really like to do it. Am I the asshole thing on our podcast? Okay. So, at the very end, when we do it, be like, if you're the asshole. (laughs) If you want to know if you're an asshole. But it said, apparently, you can respond with um, NTA, which is not the asshole. YTA, you're the asshole. Yeah, that's all. It's They shared that from Reddit. It's a Reddit thing. Yeah, I know, I know. I was just explaining to these people, and it said ESH, everybody sucks here, and NAH, no assholes here. So I guess that's, like, how you rate it. But it said some people were appalled, not only that the husband didn't stand up for her, but he left his entire family waiting in a hot car. And, um, they were like, his friend called you a floozy for wearing summer clothes, and y'all spent an hour in a car with no air conditioning. Honestly, I'm concerned for your well-being that you're even asking this question. That's kind of 
of what I thought too. I'd be like, you know what? You need to get your ass back in this car and we're going to hell home. Or don't even bother coming right. home. Right. Or like that's I, a bunch of crap. Or call him because you know they have cell phones. Too. Yeah. Can I get the keys? And then when he brings the keys out, because she she'd be like, I'm just going to turn the air conditioner on, you know, for the kids. Well, I and know then, she said they didn't have any air conditioning. Or he had the keys and she just couldn't turn the car on. I I would have been banging on that door. Right. I'm a loud mouth. I would have fucked somebody up. Right. I um a don't agree with the husband. I think he's definitely the asshole because I feel like his boy was like, oh, your shorts are too short and blah, blah, blah. But her shorts were just fine and his side piece was in the backyard. Like, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going with. And they were with, working on They use this as a ruse <coughs> so he can get a little quickie in before he had to go and deal with his wife and kids. I think her husband is a dog. Oh, I have a no, fucking asshole. I have no proof of what my theory is, but that's what I'm going with, people. Well, she said to give more, give some more contact. I or context. I asked my husband what he'd do in this situation. We live in the South too. Like this is another person to add more context. We live in the South too, so we can really appreciate the context here. This is what he said. One, I wouldn't be friends with someone who would say that. So, like, this is another redditor who asked Ooh, her husband, and the husband lover. was like, "He's actually gay, and that's his lover. It's not his friend." And he was like, "You can't come in my house because your shorts are too short." And basically, he was like, come in here and let me, like, do you while your wife <laughs> and you. kids sit in the car because we don't want her or Jesus to find out about our <laughs> Her or Jesus. <laughs> right. By the way, by the way, all my, my lovelies, happy Pride Month. Oh, yes. Happy Pride Month to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. I have to go to one of those one time. Oh, my God. Pride is so fun. Yeah, I haven't been to one yet. I went to one. It was the one in 2011, and Taylor Dane played. Oh, really? Taylor to my heart. Yeah, mm. she's freaking awesome. All right, what next World News Daily Report crazy-ass mess you got? Well, um... <laughs> oh, my God. Just please read through some of these first. In this world... <laughs> in this cruel world where poachers are just out there killing things and not paying attention and... And there, I just saw an article about some guy that shot a sleeping lion. Oh, this God. PETA activist is fed up, and she's going to save this species herself. PETA activist claims she successfully impregnated herself with endangered gorilla semen to preserve the species. Oh, God. <laughs> a San Diego PETA activist claims she has successfully impregnated herself with semen of a gorilla with the hope of saving an endangered species. Molly oh, Heather. God. Her name is Molly Heather. Molly Heather. <laughs> They were like, who would do this? Would we call her Molly or would we call her Heather? Fuck it. Her name is Molly Heather. <laughs> I love you, World News Daily Report. Oh, my God. Molly Heather, 23, a former biologist at the San Diego Zoo, claims she took hundreds of specimens of semen, semen on the, of the animal while at work and tried to impregnate herself unsuccessfully for many years. Ew. Oh, God. I'm going to vomit. I'm going <laughs> to fucking seriously fucking vomit. She doesn't fuck the gorilla. No, I know it's still disgusting. How do you think she got a semen in the first place? She had to fucking at least jack him off. Uh, uh, She's jacking off a gorilla, and then she put it in her hoo-ha, her cooter. I love saying cooter. Heather, I know it bothers you. Heather claims <laughs> she was unsuccess unsuccessful until she realized she could use the in vitro fertilization, the process of combining gorilla semen with gorilla eggs, to create an embryo and successfully impregnate herself. So she's not, she's fucking a surrogate for this thing. 
For many years, I tried rubbing gorilla sperm into my vagina with no success. <gasps> oh, God. I'm going to lose it. Until oh I God. realized that I could be a surrogate mother to the animal using gorilla semen and eggs through in vitro fertilization. She You're a terrible reporters. person for reading these. I just want you to understand. All those bricks you did have up in there, even though they were just the Brookside level of heaven. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they're gone now. Okay? I'm in the projects. Yeah, no, you live in a tent behind Walmart. Like, you're with all those people over there. <laughs> That's the other part I have that nobody covers about. It's Bacon a big city. Like, Bacon's like, you live in a van down by the river. <laughs> Molly Heather could... <laughs> Molly, Molly Heather is killing me every time. Oh, no, I can't. I can't. Mo this. Molly Heather could be the first human ever to successfully give birth to an animal of another species through oh, in vitro fertilization. George, a 12-year-old oh. Central African Eastern gorilla of San Diego Zoo, is believed to be the father of the embryo. The Central African Eastern gorilla is critically in danger of extinction, and I believe cross-species hide hybridization is the only way to save the species she told the reporter excuse mm. me some experts have denied the claims as a hoax and as a physical impossibility claiming that the embryo would be rejected by the human host immune system i am a proud lesbian and have never had sex with a man in my oh, life God. i am pregnant today <laughs> with the embryo of george's semen and camilla's eggs two san diego zoo gorillas she added during the press conference Heather did not deny allegations that she had full-on sexual intercourse with the male gorilla after it was revealed that she was fired in 2018 for inappropriate behavior, but said that she did not help she did did it to help preserve the species and not for sexual gratification. Oh, you dirty whore! Oh God! I Central can't. Africa's eastern gorilla is critically in danger, and its population has followed a steep decline, oh, of more than 70 percent in the last two decades. That's sad. We don't even know if this is real. It's not real. It's. I don't think you get not sad. I, I feel like that might be real. Jay, see if the Central African Eastern Gorilla is critically endangered and it's and has a declined in the to less than seventy percent in the last two decades. Figure that out. <laughs> aquarium em, aquarium employee emasculated after assault on an octopus. <laughs> that octopus fucked him up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What is wrong with you? <laughs> he beat the shit. The octopus beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> Octopuses are smart. This is awful. Oh, my God. He's, he's, he's hospitalized and lying in critical condition. Oh, and he tried to sexually assault it, but the octopus fucked him up. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to put you in a damn time out. <laughs> these do not have like there's no like i i see the headlines i'm like perfect and then i read them and i'm like what the fuck am i reading <laughs> <laughs> but i can't like i can't even with world news report and i've got so many more to do today and i'm like fuck okay well i'm gonna do one that's like one that that i really think is kind of cool and it was something that i had saved like a while ago and never got to because we always end up doing some other Jerry S. Springer shit on this show. <laughs> Jamie brings the Jerry. <coughs> I was on Jerry Springer once, though, so it's like. With Sanaya, right? Yeah. Oh, dear God. Jesus Christmas. All right. We have to go back and look for that. You know it's on YouTube It's somewhere. not on YouTube. I've searched it. Have you tried to find I've yourself? I've searched and searched and searched, and it's not on there. Okay. Um, well, this is from livingmagazine.com, and I don't know when it was done, but the, it was from Alva Yaffe, and it says, 44 years after she vanished in a crowd, a DNA test led to a major discovery. So, I really enjoy those. Where are you going, bud? Are you leaving? No, 
Oh, okay. He was being so good and quiet not to disturb you. Else, and you were well, like, he's supposed to be off today. So I like, stop the podcast, baby. What are you doing? It's just he's supposed to be off work today. Oh, my God. All right. So, <clears throat> Bernadette Bernie Slowey from Denver, Colorado, vividly remembers the day her two-year-old sister Rose simply vanished. Her sister's disappearance occurred in the end of, uh, occurred at the end of the Vietnam War during the chaos that ensued during the. What are you doing? I'm listening intently. Oh, but you're like way all like up on me. I know because I had an But from the corner of my eye, it looked like you're touching yourself. No, oh, you're no, like no, I'm not. I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm not touching myself and staring at Danielle. <laughs> Nothing I just read turned me on. <laughs> but it was like, I know I didn't know. With like, her son in the next room. <laughs> Things got really weird, really bad there. I was like, what is she doing? All I could see was your hand like sort of down between your legs. It was right here on my ankle. You're itching or whatever. I was like, but your ankle. Never mind. I was, sitting in, I was sitting Indian style on the chair. You're saying <laughs> your hand was a little hidden underneath your dress. I'm like. What are you staring at? <laughs> you like it. Look Am I doing something that me. you like? I know. Look, look me in the eye. eye. Look at me. All right. So look me in the eye and tell me about this terrible story about a girl who disappears. I, I was like, really? This is it? This is what it's doing? All right. So in the midst of the chaos and trying to pack up her life and make it over to America to join her GI husband, Bernie's young mother lost her toddler on the streets of Saigon. What? That is awful. So, Bernie told the story of her long-lost sister on the TED stage. For many of her friends, it was actually the first time they'd ever heard of the story. Bernie spoke of how her mother had to make an unthinkable choice and had to live with it for the rest of her life. But Bernie never stopped wondering what happened to her sister. It took 44 years to finally get answers. She has been searching for her whole life. And this is her story. So, she kind of goes back into it. She talks about Vietnam War, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, I'm just going to keep, you know, I'm going to go through it. And really what they said was... Like, when you go through it, it kind of just tells you everything I just told you. So, I'm trying to, like, skip ahead to not drive you guys nuts with it. But it does say um, the little girl, like, somehow, like, wandered off. And that's how, like, they lost her. Like, oh, it was God. just that quick. I mean, like, there was all this craziness going on. The little toddler got, like, wandered off in the midst of all this. And then they just never saw her again. So, it was awful. Um, and then it says... In an interview with the Northeast Denver newspaper, The Front Porch, in 2019, Bernie described what she remembered were the circumstances around her sister's disappearance. We kids were playing in the courtyard of our apartment complex when suddenly my two-year-old sister, Rose, wasn't there. My aunt, who was watching us, was frantic. Somehow, Rose had gotten out through the gate and into the street. And in, in the middle of that, they're in Saigon, and there's all this craziness going on, so she explains that. It's like just pandemonium going on. So they couldn't find her again, and they had to move back to America. So that was like insane. So the poor mom is like, I'm never going to find my daughter again. You know, I have to leave here. I can't stay here. We have to leave. And then, you know, throughout the years, they kind of tried to make little points in trying to find her, but they never were able to find her. But then in 1995, Bernie and her mother went back to Vietnam with the aim of looking for her. I'm like, wow, that is wild. Unfortunately, they didn't find her and had to come back empty handed. In 2012, her mother died from complications from diabetes. Tragically, she never got to find out what happened to her first daughter. Bernie believes that her death was partially due to a broken heart. Bernie knew that she had to keep searching for Rose. So one of the last things that she had told her was that if you do find Rose to bring her here, because she really wanted to have her like a reunion and that haunted her. Like she was like, I got to find this, you know, I got to find her. So they never know if she was abducted or whatever happened with her. So they were in the same country this whole time. What? I know. So then like, I'm trying to skip ahead a little bit and not so bore you with like too much. So she was in America too? Apparently, from that first, she sent an email to somewhere, and apparently from that first email, the two sisters learned of each other's lives. Because, as it turned out, did I say it was in fact Rose? Oh, 
One day in December 2018, Birdie received an email from a woman named Vanessa Pham. Pham, too, had moved from South Vietnam to America in years following the war. And like Bernie, she was also searching for lost family members. Bernie would soon realize who this woman was. As it turns out, Vanessa was, in fact, Rose, her long-lost sister. Aww. How crazy is that? So just, like, on a whim, they ended up finding each other. Like, she just, on a whim, emailed her. I'm like, that is wild. So from that first email, the two sisters learned of each other's lives. Amazingly, the two had been living in the same country for many years. Bernie learned that Rose's name was changed to Vanessa after she came to the U.S. Vanessa told Bernie how her adoptive mother never told her that she had been adopted or about anything about her, really. But Vanessa spoke out, spoke of how there were clues that she noticed as she grew up. Her siblings and her adoptive family would make nasty comments about her or about how she wasn't really part of the family. Vanessa knew she looked different and knew that there was a lot that just wasn't being told to her. And it just grew more suspicious. And there were more things. So, like, she just wanted to find out the truth. And it kind of, like, goes on and on and on about that. But so then they actually end up taking a DNA test to just prove it to each other. Because they're like, it has to be. You have to be, like, my sister. So one evening, 45-year-old Vanessa was watching TV with her husband and three grown children. They saw a commercial for DNA service. Vanessa tried, decided to try it out and on the off chance that it would connect her with her long-last family. I was like, I'll order that. So she paid $99 for the DNA test, and that's kind of like, and then they both swapped, and that's how they, they found out they really were who they were supposed to, you know, who they thought they were. Oh, were so they like, far away? Uh, um, I don't know. I might have skipped over that part. I mean, they were both in the States. Um... I kind of skipped over all those things. I didn't want to drive you all nuts with like, cause it's such a long, long thing. Um, she was in Dallas. Vanessa was in Dallas. It says, and I don't know where Bernie said she was. Oh, Bernie was in Denver. So they were oh, like, you know, not, I mean, they, they were Dallas, Texas and Denver, Colorado. They weren't even that far apart. Yeah. So they ended up finally meeting, um, this past Christmas. Oh, is there a picture? Um, let me see. There is. Oh yeah, right here. Oh, that's them reuniting at the airport. I would be crying too. That's like so crazy, right? Speaking of mothers that love their kids a little too much. Oh, here we go. World News Daily report where the facts don't matter. Oh man. Florida man sues his mother for breastfeeding him until the age of (laughs) twenty-one. A twenty-three-year-old, a twenty-three-year-old man from Florida has launched a 350,000 civil lawsuit against his own mother, whom he blames for his failed social life and awkwardness. Jake Miller, 23, claims that his mother's overly protective behavior and the fact that she breastfed him until the age of 21 have permanently affected his ability to develop healthy relationships with women, you think? Oh, I'm so glad you brought this up, because this is totally going to lead me into my next one. Mr. Miller is demanding... $250,000 $250,000 compensation for the psychological trauma that he has suffered and is also asking for $100,000 of punitive damage to be imposed on his 46-year-old mother, Dorothy Jensen. <coughs> According to his lawyer, Henry Thomas, the 23-year-old's life has been completely ruined by his mother's overly protective behavior. My overly client, protective behavior? Right, my client was forced breastfed until he was 21 years old of age up to three times a day in front of family members and friends and even in public social events. Attorney Henry Thomas explains to the judge. What? Oh, my God. Oh, God. Ew. Miller is 23 years old and still a virgin. The only breasts he's ever caressed and kissed are those of his mother's. Attorney Ew, Henry Thomas on. said in court. Oh, Mr. Miller... 
Mr. Miller's mother denied the allegations, claiming that the plane had often asked to be breastfed and also slept in her own bed on multiple occasions. Jake loved breastfeeding time, and when his when he <laughs> when he has nightmares, he still comes and snuggles with me in my bed. She told Judge Andrew Carlos. Dorothy Miller also said that her son did not want to breastfeed the one want the breastfeeding to stop, and when he turned twenty one, and that she had to wean him off breast milk gradually. For several months because he stopped breastfeeding, before she stopped breastfeeding him completely. Are you fucking kidding me? This is ridiculous. Oh my Dorothy god. Dorothy Miller's attorney awful. pleaded with her client that the breastfeeding is a healthy practice, that it, even though the defendant and plaintiff's relationship was clearly uncommon and unusual, there was no sign of intentional mistreatment on her part. Oh, give me a fucking break. Oh my god. It doesn't matter. It's fake. <laughs> no, I know, but you know what? Somebody had to sit down and say, I need to do a short story, because that's basically what they yeah. are, right? I need to do a short story. I got it. I know exactly what and I'm going to type. you know what type. happened? Let's you get out what? my laptop immediately. And you know what got that into his head? He was mm. probably at a fucking um, party somewhere, and some five-year-old jumped on their mom's titty. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know, but I'm like, it's just... Well, okay, so speaking of breastfeeding, right? This is some white people shit. And I'm telling you, it's ridiculous. They make... Oh, look, I segued. And that's why I said. I was like, this is so fucking perfect, right? So, people apparently make breast milk jewelry. And so, this is like... <laughs> some woman posted this in a group that I'm in. And it said, just wanted to share this breast milk jewelry. I love this ring. And the ring actually isn't terrible looking. It's actually adorable. It kind of looks like a pearl, almost. And it, but it's, it's breast like, milk. It, it looks like an opal. It's very pretty. Yeah, it's not terribly terrible. Because then everybody's like. There's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I sound like racist against my own fucking kind at this point. Right. <laughs> I swear to God. Because I'm like. All these white women are like. Oh my God. Where'd you get it? Oh my God. Oh my God. And then you finally have somebody go. What the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's my reaction. What the fuck? Right. Excuse me, baby, can you come milk me? Because um, I need another necklace. I know. <laughs> I'm like, what the actual shit? So apparently it's called milkmaidkeepsake.com. Is and maid spelled M-A-I-D? Milkmaid. Like M-A-D-E. Like oh, you made it. So they could, they weren't even clever it wasn't like no milk like, made. To be like a milk maid right now oh yeah. that's funny that is clever yeah, they're, not, yeah no. they're not even clever no but i'm like this is total white people shit because like i'm just like who the fuck who the fuck is like you know what would be a great idea a great idea let me send in my titty milk and turn it into a stone and i'm gonna wear that shit around all the time like who the fuck makes of this stuff right like, and then you know these people like will it to somebody and they're will like the kid and they're like <laughs> I mean, this has no monetary value, but it's very close to our heart. It's totally sentimental. And <laughs> then the kid's like, what's this? And they were like, it was made for my titty milk. Well, it's funny. They said, um, please explain. Like, that's what's so funny, right? So, <laughs> and it says, you send in your milk and a keepsake is made. And he goes, oh, dear God, wonders never cease. <laughs> I was like, took the words right out of my mouth. But, like, the first, like, several comments is, like, all these women are like, Hey, my God, it's so great, oh, my God. You know, they can't wait. They're, like, running out the door trying oh to find God. something to put their boob milk in. They're like, oh, my God, Karen, did you see this? Or did show it to other Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Molly Heather. Molly Heather. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> like, come here. Molly Heather, come over. Oh, my God. 
So, um, so then you look on like the site and, and it kind of like shows you like, like the different thing you can do pendants, bracelets. It's just, it's like the weirdest thing. And then look, there's like two little elephants. Oh, it's kind of oh cute. Oh my God, that elephant. Is, okay, never mind. Oh, okay. with the elephant like shoving its tail up its ass. It's trunk up in that it's other ass. elephant's ass. And it says it's always made from with love. Milkmaid owner and keepsake maker here. I'm proud to offer quality, one-of-a-kind DNA jewelry and keepsake. Each piece is made with precision and the attention of detail. I'm just trying to think, like, how? They they have to mix it with, like, an epoxy or something. They can't just, like, it doesn't crystallize that like that when it fucking dries. It, it, that's not, that's mixed with, like, resin. I would say it has to, because I'm just thinking, like, how... Else would you, you know what I mean? Like, how else you does this Jurassic get done? Park? Remember Jurassic Park where they had the fly in the amber? Yeah. It's kind of like that. Is it? No, Except they have, you know, no, I have no idea. Oh, you want to have me going. I was just throwing something out there. They you really have me going, though. They probably just mix it with, a, like, a clear resin, and, like, after that resin ball dries, they pop it into a, a setting. Like, you can make ball. this shit at home. Don't spend however much it costs for these bitches to do it when you can do it at home. I'm just saying, like, how do you just, like, like the person who had to think of all these short right. stories Somebody to go on this website idea. to think of, like, hmm, I should make my titty milk into jewelry. Well, sh- here's how, here's my. And why? Why? Here's my theory. Because we all know Jamie's theories. Oh, here's my God. theory. Here she's sitting there. And Don't she's, sue us. She's breastfeeding, <laughs> she's breastfeeding, like, somebody named, like, awful name, like, their new age, Kale. Her baby boy Kale, because people love to name their fucking kids after leafy leafy greens nowadays. So she's in her in her southern ca- her southern California home, Kale and spinach, or oh, shit. or Seattle, because <laughs> he's always crying. And, and she's got her her son Kale on her titty, and she's crafting obviously because she's watched five minutes crafts. Because, you know, her rich husband doesn't make her work. So mm-hmm. she's watching Five Minute Crafts, and they're doing glue gun tricks or something. Or epoxy resin tricks, because uh-huh. that's what they do. And little Kale is like, boo, and pukes a little bit. Okay. And so it gets onto her Five Minute Craft project, where she's okay. using the resin. And she's like, oh my god, look how pretty that is. I'm going to put it in this ring. Throw up? It's like baby, and she's like, oh, I wonder if I could do that with my breast milk, because this is chunky, and it's a really long time to file it down. So then she's like, squirt, squirt, and it turned out beautifully swirled and combined wonderfully with the resin, and she hot glued that into a fucking plastic ring that she got (laughs) in a bundle pack from Oriental Shipping Company, (laughs) Oriental Trading Company, or Wish. And that's how this all came about. Okay. Thanks, Kale and Karen. Oh, my God. Well, did you see, speaking of Wish, thank you for that, by the way. Kale. I'm going yeah. to forget about it now. Like, Kale and his brother Spinach. Um, so, Wish always has those weird-ass things that pop up. And uh-huh. I didn't do it because um, Swerve actually got to it before me. Did I was he? like, you motherfucker. Did he, he did. He got it to me. He got to it before me. It was like a Ford Escort. <laughs> it was like they were talking about a Ford Escort. I'm like, what the hell? And Swerve was like, it's going to be just fine. So, you know, 
And we're not going to go into a depression if Wish can sell Ford Escorts. We're just fine. Everybody's going to be just fine. We will always have something. If they can get us Ford Escorts, we will be fine. Like, if you would have seen the context of it, it was just... And then, like, literally the next He's one so over... He's so funny anyway. He is so funny. I really, really and still to this day enjoyed how, like, the white people upset him and he had to lock his doors. <laughs> Remember? That was the funniest shit ever. Because they were staring at him aggressively. Because they were staring at him aggressively on Market Street. So he they, was like, I wanted, was just, I felt very uncomfortable. Yeah. And he was like, I had to lock my doors because, you know, these old white women were staring at me aggressively. So, and it was just, the way he says it is with such good comedic timing. Mm-hmm. It's still my favorite thing of that interview, that part, because he just had me laughing so hard. I, I mean, we were drunk, too. Oh, we were, were a little drunk at the time, but... <laughs> But be that there, was my favorite be part. There at noon to go on at four. I know. Oh my god. We what? Went, uh, <laughs> um, <coughs> but that's where we met Matt. Not yet, Matt Kennedy. Matt. I know. We gotta get him back over here. I gotta like get situated with him. But wait, what was I fucking talking about? Oh, the Ford Escort. So and then like literally, so it's like if everybody knows what Wish looks like, so you can kind of scroll over. And they have, like, the different tiles for all the things that they're, like, selling. And, like, right next to the escort thing was, like, the anal lube. (laughs) I was like, what the shit is happening? So you can buy an escort and you can also buy anal lube at the same exact time. And then its number one seller, again, which was really great, which was next to that, was the pocket pussy. The pocket pussy, man. And I was like, you motherfuckers are waiting three to four weeks to get this shit sent over from China. (laughs) When you can make it with a condom, two sponges, and a small glass. For 87 cents, apparently, according to Jamie. But um, (laughs) anyway, so we're going to have to wrap this up. But Jamie, take us home. If you've ever bought a car off Wish. (laughs) (laughs) Or anal lube. (laughs) Or if you could or could not be the asshole, because I really want to do one of those. Or, yeah, send us the Am I the Asshole things, because I think yeah, that I would really, be fun. That would be a really good time. And you can time. send them to straightfromthenet at gmail.com, or you can do it on our Facebook at straightfromthenet, and we're pretty good at bucking back to you, so that's that. I don't have any birthdays this week. <laughs> do we have any birthdays this week? I don't think we do. I think so. No. I don't even think Fitzerick was even, like, listening, because I haven't seen that, that he's been listening. Not on a Wednesday. That comes out today. Does it come out today? Yeah, so yeah but I haven't, like, in, like, the normal thing. I'll I haven't make him, him listen. I'll tell him I'm like, how dare I'll you? I'll be like, look, Fitz, you're shouted out, but it's not to the very end, so you got to listen to the whole fucking thing. Yeah, so there. Thanks a lot, Fitzerific. But anyway, so on our other podcast, so we're on New you, we are on New York Daytime Radio, which is the MLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio. WMLD. WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio, every Wednesday at 1 o'clock, and you can hit that replay on Oh, my Saturdays. God. And if you listen, we have a promo. Okay. Oh, we are, oh, you know what? Speaking of which, I did ask him if we could redo it, and he said we could. <laughs> and then I let our boss listen to it. She was like, you need to redo that. I was like, okay, we'll redo it. So now apparently we got to redo it. Uh, but any old news, so then you can hit the, you can listen to the replay on Saturdays at 7, and they actually actually get our shows three or three or four days earlier yeah. than when we hit our other platforms but new episodes go on our platforms every sunday on spotify tune in radio soundcloud um ipodcast stitcher and google play music so make sure you check us out okay, okay. bye bye